21 minutes it is before 8 p.m. We go straight into our headlines. There was a protest in Soweto yesterday uh, out in Tipluf at uh, one of the KFCs. Now, the story is that the protesters were complaining that the outlet uh, had a disproportionate number of foreign nationals hired at uh, that particular fast food outlet and uh, uh, organized under the auspices of Operation Tutula. And I'm joined by the leader of Operation Tutula, uh, Babu Den Khatebe. Praten, good evening and welcome. Uh, good evening, Sam. And the I'm, I'm well, thank you. Thank you very much for taking time out to speak to us. Maybe before we start, uh, if you could just explain to us, uh, who is Operation Tutula and uh, I guess what uh, what are some of your aims? Yes, uh, Operation Tutula, it's a community-based uh, association that uh, consists of uh, uh, concerned military veterans and uh, uh, community members. Uh, the sole purpose of Operation Tutula is to reclaim the control of the country back into the South African hands, South Africans. Uh, and the control, you know, to reclaim the economy so that South Africans, mm. they don't remain being spectators in their own backyard when it comes to economic activities. Mm. And, and how that do you go about... Sure, sure. How, how do you go about this reclamation? So this claiming back of uh, the economic space, how, how do you do that? How do we do that? We... We, 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 we go around the mobilizing community members who share the same sentiments with us. Uh, and uh, when we go around our life, it's very easy. Our job is being mm-hmm. made very easy because people are fed up with what is happening in the country. Mm-hmm. That uh, we, when we talk of the economic growth in the country, it doesn't really, you know, interpret into their hands. Mm. We just hear figures, there's 2%, 3% in economic growth. But me, as a community member or as a citizen of South Africa or as a South African, I don't see this 3% that they are talking about growth because there's nothing to show of it. Mm. And when you mobilize people, um, I mean, what, what, maybe just unpack for us. I mean, you're mobilizing people, I would think, behind a program. Um, what are some of the activities that uh, are part and parcel of this program? The activities that are part and parcel of this program, I'll give you a typical example. Uh, we are talking of township economy. When we speak of township economy, we are talking about the growth of township economy, whereby when we speak of townships, it's where our majority people are based, the South Africans. That could be your Soshanguves or Eto Tembisa or Katoras, whatever the case might be. In an event where there's an economic growth, it must interpret to them. They must feel it and they must hold it into their hands, whether in a form of employment or in a form of business participation being given opportunities. Mm, so okay. their reaction will be obviously that we see that there are developments all over or around us, but we don't see ourselves being part of that development in Mm. any form, whether in a form of employment, whether in a form of 
you know, being given an business opportunity in that development. Mm, so mm. people are fed up and that's why most people they resonate with mm. the objectives of uh, Operation Tutula. Yeah. You know, Pratan, I, I like the point and the comment you've just made, um, which is you see developments are all around you, but you feel, be it from an employment perspective or even in terms of, you know, uh, a commercial opportunities, you don't feel that you're part of, of that. Maybe just explain, I guess, the uh, uh, Sunday's action in the context of that, because I'm trying to understand. I mean, you know, when you would go for and, and uh, go for some of the people who are employed there, um, I mean, there's an entire value chain in at KFC. Um, maybe just explain the action that happened yesterday, uh, so that uh, I guess for the benefit of the listeners as well, uh, they might be able to understand it, but also for for me to try and uh, uh, make sense of it. Yes, I, I like your question. We know that uh, uh, I'll state the company in any case because it mm. became in a limelight. They made themselves popular, yes. and uh, we are giving them exactly what they wanted: <laughs> popularity in a negative way. In any case, uh, KFC it's not a South African company; it's a foreign company, American company. Everybody knows that that came into the country in 1971. Coincidentally, it was launched on the 27th of April, 1971, which happens to be our so-called Freedom Day in 1971. Now, any foreign investment that comes into the country is expected. When we speak of investment, you come and uplift the community where you are investing. So in this case, it's South Africa and, you know, in South Africa entirely, that will include your or Weto, Springs, whatever. Mm. Now, if you invest in that particular community, you are expected to make a difference in that community. People are hoping for employment. People are hoping for business opportunities when you invest in a particular community. But now, but if you come in as a company to invest, mm. you also import simple labor to fry chicken, simple Pratel. labor to clean the floors at KFC, Pratel. where South Africans are being sidelined and overlooked and squeezed out yeah. in okay. the favor of, mm. you know, non-South Africans. I'm, I'm avoid, yeah. deliberately avoiding sure. to use the word okay. foreigner. Pratel, Pratel, let's pause here. Maybe here's my question. It might seem okay. to, you know, maybe the observer that you're targeting, I guess, the weakest part in the chain many of the desperate immigrant workers, when there's an entire value chain, and I come back to it, um, there are massive entities and players who control that entire value chain from the cold storage, from where the chickens are slaughtered, from who finances the real estate. Why, why does it seem that the target are those who, I guess out of desperation, take up uh, some of this employment rather than where a lot of the value is created in the space, which is, um, you know, in the production side, in the property developments, and in other parts of uh, this particular value chain. Why the target on, I guess, desperate, you know, uh, um, working class people, irrespective of whether they, where they were born? Uh, I, I, I'm not sure if you can be able to rephrase the question in that. I'm, I'm just asking, Pratyan, I mean, you're saying that your target is... Uh, the employed people or the people who are employing uh, foreign nationals 
at KFC and you're saying there are South Africans who can come in and fry chicken. And I'm, and I'm just saying as an observer, it does seem that you're targeting many of those who are in the sort of, I guess, lower value end of the value chain, or I guess many people of uh, a working class origin who are desperate for some of these jobs, where there's a lot more other value in that chain in the property space, upstream in uh, the chicken, cold storage value chain and in other places. No, it's it, 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 it's not limited to that, Baba. I was merely speaking about that because you asked me specifically about yesterday's protest. Okay. Yes, it's not limited to that. But when we are saying Operation Tudula, we are, you know, working with the community. We cannot ignore issues that are affecting our communities on day-to-day basis and focus on certain aspects of their community. So it starts from the grassroots and you go up with it. Uh, we are talking about even big giants. We are talking about the mines. We are talking about the banks. All of a sudden, you've got uh, accountants that are imported and yet we've got so many graduates who are fully qualified sitting at home, South Africans, unemployed. Now, if you are going to ignore the person who can simply fry the chicken and clean the floor, being imported, and then how are you going to deal with the issue going up, you know, into the big giants who, who, you know, who perpetually import the so-called non-scale skills? Because I don't believe that we still necessarily have much of skill skills with the number of graduates and qualified people that are sitting around unemployed as South Africans after acquiring so much and going through so much educational process. So it's not limited to KFC. Okay. We are speaking about it because they made themselves popular. Mm. They are within the communities and the locals. Okay. Praden, hold the line. Let's do this. Praden, let's do this. Hold the line there for me for a second. We need to take a quick spot break. When we come back, I'll allow you to continue on that score and uh, we'll also then have an opportunity to get a sense of what uh, the company said in response to your protest yesterday out in Deep Kloof. And I'd also love to hear from you as well. So do send us your voice notes out on WhatsApp on 079-191-4270. What do you make of this particular action? Happened out in Soweto yesterday and one of the KFCs out in Deep Kloof targeted because it was felt that uh, there's a disproportionate number of uh, those hired uh, who are foreign nationals. Do let us know what some of your thoughts are on this one. The headlines, the headlines on Metro FM Talk. Nine minutes it is before 8 p.m. You tuned in to Metro FM Talk here on the Mighty Metro. And uh, yeah, it's our headlines segment. And uh, this evening, we uh, try and make sense of uh, a protest that happened out in Dipkluf uh, in Soweto. And uh, yeah, organized under the auspices of Operation Tutula and uh, joined by one of the leaders uh, of uh, that particular uh, organ, uh, Dan Khatebe. And uh, Praten, let me allow you to complete the point you are making. Uh, um, as uh, I guess uh, you also explained to us whether or not you did receive a response from this particular KFC branch. Yes, what I was saying, it's not about KFC as such. We, we appreciate any form of uh, investment. We wouldn't be crying for our people's employment and disrupt the same economic activities. But unfortunately, they made themselves popular 
by having a so-called area manager who's managing the outlets that are owned by the company called uh, Mobili or something. Uh, I've got the name somewhere here. I'll, I'll, I'll mention it as soon as I get it. That owns those franchises. And the area manager of Mabilo Investments, right? The area manager happens to be a non-South African who in the process is victimizing South Africans and the employees who are being victimized, they've been coming forward. So our question is, since KFC was opened in South Africa in 1971, it left South Africa during sanctions and returned in 1994. Are you trying to tell me that we don't have qualified South Africa or with experience that could hold that position for you to import even a simple thing, area manager, after KFC has been around for about 50 years in South Africa? So no South African that acquired that experience to hold that position? And... Uh, Apparently, this woman, she's using her power to make sure that she squeezes up out South Africans in favor of her countrymen and ladies. So that is one issue that we couldn't overlook it. We know that the hospitality industry is sporadic when it comes to that, you know, because we know that they are exploiting these foreigners for cheap labor because they don't complain about inhumane treatment that they are receiving in unworkable conditions. But the South Africans, the moment they complain about working conditions and, you know, they are being described as being lazy over foreign nationals. They are being lazy, so they don't want to work. So it means they must stand for any inhumane or unfair labor practices that they come across. What, what, the what moment you voice out, you are lazy. What response did you hear from Mabilo Investments, if any? Did they nothing respond to up to so far. Nothing up to so far. We have been waiting for their response because we are not in the business of disrupting economy. We want the growth. We want, we appreciate any investment that would uplift our people. Mm. But if that investment it does not necessarily talk to our people, uplifts our people in any form, mm. and then that investment is not appreciated. Yeah. Bob, Dan, maybe a last question before we let you go. Why do you think, you mentioned the hospitality sector, why do you think employers in that sector employ foreign nationals, in your view? Uh, because they want uh, cheap labor in a form of uh, practices that are not in accordance to labor laws when it comes to working hours and all that. That is why they don't really appreciate South Africans because they understand their rights. Mm. And, so why, you know, so why the moment then is they your complain campaign about not targeted inhumane and unfair labor practices and then they are being labeled as being lazy? Yeah. Why is your... I think my answer lies within that. Sure, sure. Why is your program then not... I guess, uh, targeted at the employers rather than by extension. I guess, uh, targeting many of those who are desperate and who take up some of these jobs. I mean, uh, I guess uh, they only do so out of compulsion and uh, economic compulsion, if I might add. Well, why don't you go for the, for the employers? 
that this is our way of getting uh, to the employers. As long as they are still, you know, if there is still business as usual, they still they still generate profit. They will not listen. The moment we hit where it hit hard most in their profit, and then they will listen and understand our plight. That is our belief. Praten, thank you very much for your time. Really appreciate it. And that is what also applies to truck drivers as well. As much as, you know, the so-called dispatcher shops in Soweto, whereas there's not even 5% of South Africans who still own those dispatcher shops, all taken over. Praten, we'll have to leave it here. Uh, but uh, I want to thank you for taking time out to speak to us.